Hey, do you have a hard time setting boundaries and you lean into people pleasing in an unhealthy way? I completely relate. In today's Mary Janelle show, we're going to talk about tips and tricks for setting boundaries, tapping into our intuition and saying the scary word no when needed. We're going to learn some tools and resources for having healthy relationships and setting boundaries. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Mary Janelle show. So glad you're here. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, and welcome back to the Mary Janelle show. We're in the middle of a series on people pleasing, learning what it's all about, why we do it and how to get beyond the people pleasing tendencies that are unhealthy. There are several episodes just before this one that you might want to hop back and have a listen if you've missed them, where I talk about people pleasing and share some real life examples that I've lived through, how it's impacted me, how it's changed a lot of my projects and creativity. There's not all bad parts of people pleasing. Some of it's beautiful to please people and love people and put others first in a context that's healthy. But then we're also looking at the aspects of people pleasing that give us an apologetic demeanor where we really don't show up and shine because we're busy apologizing for who we are, trying to please people around us, looking for approval and recognition in ways that really bring a lot of unhealthy results. So in the past two previous episodes where I shared all about people pleasing, I mentioned several times boundaries the importance of boundaries and setting them in healthy ways that help to guard you and protect you so that you can really thrive and that you're not looking for people's approval and that people's opinions don't really push you around. And I wanted to land on this topic of boundaries again in the podcast to just share a little bit about what I've personally learned about setting boundaries, how very hard and difficult it can really be, and what we really have to keep in mind when it's time to set those boundaries in our life with people in order to be healthy and in order to succeed in being who we are to the fullest of our potential. And you know, the Mary Janelle show is all about helping you reach the fullest of potential, whether it's in creative things or in business realms or in personal life, we're looking to be who we're called to be, to live out our purposes in the fullest, most authentic way possible. And that means we are each individuals. We are unique and, and we need our place to shine. And that has to be able to come from the inside out and not be influenced, not be impressed upon by other people dictating how we should shine. We have to shine authentically. And in order to do that, in order to really find ourselves, know ourselves and live our fullest potential, we need to be able to set healthy boundaries so that we can discover who we are and so that we can shine in the ways that we know we should. So when I mention boundaries, what do I really mean by that? Essentially, setting boundaries is that way of knowing your own, let's call them rules for lack of a better word, but knowing your own personal rules and a, a guard that you, you have a space to consider decisions before you say yes or no, that you have a boundary where you say, you can say that you'll think about something, where you have a boundary that when someone imposes their opinion or sort of tells you what to do or essentially tells you how you should be shining, 
then you can have that boundary in place for your own personal heart, for yourself, that you can say, no, this goes against a boundary that I've decided. So in other words, I would say that a boundary are personal is a boundaries are personal decisions that you make that determine how and when people can influence and affect your life. And if you're in a relationship or a friendship with someone who has some unhealthy patterns, things they say, things they do that puts you in positions that you're not comfortable with, even if it's just how they make you feel about a certain thing you do in a certain way you shine in your life, you can set a boundary that guards and protects you and yet still have a healthy relationship with that person. And a lot of times that boundary needs to be set in place by saying one of the hardest words that's, that it's out there to say is no. I have a hard time saying no, especially when I'm given opportunities and I feel that the oper- taking the opportunity would please other people. I have a hard time saying no and I have to learn that a boundary that I need to give myself when faced with a great opportunity is first to give myself space and time to think about it, to not rush into a yes or a no. And then if I do say no, I need to be able to have thought it through carefully and because I'm a, I'm a contemplative person. And so I've learned that how I work is that I need that space to make my decision and not feel that I need to make a yes under pressure. So one, now you may or may not even consider this a boundary, but to me it is. So when someone puts up an opportunity before me, I've taught myself my own little rule. That rule is that I don't give an answer immediately. I say I'd like to sit with that for a few days or I give it a time period, a week. I say, hey, can I have a week to think about that? Or hey, can I have a day? And I give myself the time because if you give an immediate yes or no response, a lot of times we haven't processed it through our intuition. And you know, I have a whole series on intuition in previous episodes, and you can look back there in the audio form only. It was pre-YouTube days. So you look back to my secret sauce revealed an episode a while back where I share how intuition is that inner quiet voice that signals to us quietly to guard us, protect us, and connect us to the truth. Our intuition is there for us, much like a conscience would be. It's there for us to help guide us. And we, we can't, we can't understand what our intuition is saying or signaling. If we're not listening to the quiet signals, if we're not taking time to know ourselves and to know our own intuition. And so in order to have effective boundaries with decision-making and saying yes or no, for those reasons of like, being approved by people in that context I was sharing about like being faced with a big opportunity and do I say yes because I want to please them and make them happy or can I have some space and time to think about it my space and time decision is because I want to listen to my intuition and I want to think about things without feeling rushed and I've shared before how I was really impressed at uh, through one of the workshops that I took the the instructor called herself a professional disappointer. And I thought, whoa, would I ever call myself a professional disappointer? Probably not. I don't like to disappoint people. But when we take, 
when we have the boundary in place that when we're faced with an opportunity, someone's looking for a yes or no, when we say, can I take the time to think about it? Even if it's at one hour and say, hey, I'll text you back in an hour. I need some time to think about it. Giving yourself the time, number one, connects you to your intuition. You can actually get to underneath the layers of your first impulse, your first reaction to the question. And then secondly, taking the time allows you to, if you're going to say no and you're going to let somebody down, it allows you to prepare yourself and know that you're going into that decision with some thought that you've, you've had the chance to be prepared for whatever reaction is ahead. And so that is a personal boundary that I've learned with people. And it really helps me on all fronts of life. You know, it's funny when you're a kid and and you ask your mom something or your parents something and you're like, Hey, can I do this or that? And they're like, I'll think about it. (laughs) I never liked that response. And I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we have that response in that tone to everyone who presents us with an opportunity or an idea. They all think about it in that kind of tone, but like, Hey, could I have a few minutes to think about that? Could I have an hour? Could I have a couple days? And we can digest the information, come into alignment with our intuition and give an appropriate answer. But what it mostly does is it gives us the time and ability to say no and part of our the boundaries that we need to have especially as highly sensitive people that have real difficult problems saying no and letting anyone down is is that we we need to be able to say no in a space that makes us feel safer and having a time to think about something can help us to say no in a safer way rather than impulsively now the other thing that I've really learned, like kind of like a little tip in here, is that when I when I say to somebody that I'm gonna think about it, I actually genuinely do. Because sometimes the I wanna think about it or may I have time to think about it, sometimes that uh, can come across like you're not interested or you're kind of downplaying their question or that you don't have time for them right now which could be the case, but I will try to genuinely put across to them, you know, I'm really interested in what you're proposing, or I really want to consider this, but I just need a little bit of time to think about it um, more in depth. And that way they know that when I come back to them, whether the answer is yes or no, um, and especially if it's a no, that I have genuinely thought it through. And I find that there is an aspect of that boundary that people, uh, especially in, like creative realms when you're faced with an opportunity that they think is amazing for you and then you don't and you you decide against it it what happens is that they have the i have found that the other party has a lot of respect when they know that you truly did consider it thoughtfully and by having that boundary in place it is i just find it to be very helpful in the boundary setting When it comes to boundaries and the people-pleasing aspect of needing to set boundaries, I just find clear communication is key. And a lot of times we are afraid of the clear communication because that's part of the people-pleasing tendency is to kind of glaze things over, wash things out. Uh, I spoke last week about downplaying or 
you know, you can beat around the bush or not get to the point because you're afraid of the conflict or afraid to face uh, the no or the rejection or whatever comes as the outcome of that clear communication. But clear communication is actually the key where you're able to express your preferences and your decisions clearly and keep it simple without that apology. Do you remember last week I spoke on that apologetic demeanor where we just want to say sorry for letting people down and also just for simply taking up the space of existing? We have an apologetic demeanor. Well, communication and building the skills of communication is key to being able to clearly define the boundary and being able to take time and space to consider a decision and then being able to offer your very clear yes or no. And if it's appropriate, offering the explanation of how you arrived at that decision. But as I mentioned last week, sometimes we don't need a lot of backstory or a big explanation. We can just say, you know, I'm just feeling it's not for me right now. And that can be just left that simple and that clearly defined. And I also want to say that in all of this, all of these tips that I'm giving in setting the boundary, taking time before decisions, not rushing into the yes or no, and then clearly defining it through communication, what it is boiling down and reducing down to is prioritizing yourself and your thoughts and feelings above pleasing everyone else in the world where you can take the space in that boundary, in that safe zone and say, I'm gonna really think about what I want in this. And that is really important. So what I like to call that is identifying your own feelings, identifying your own self-expression in it, and then knowing how to clearly set that up in boundaries. And sometimes we have to set the boundaries up through conversation. I was even reading online recently, some tips on setting up boundaries in writing, like how to respond to something properly in a text or an email or a handwritten letter that gives the boundary that creates the safe place for you. And so if that's something you're interested, I encourage you to look that up, look out up um, ways to write um, boundary setting letters, boundary setting emails, because sometimes that is important that we are able to put our boundaries in place in a written form, not just a verbal context. And then one thing that I also want to encourage you to do is that if you found yourself, like even through the last series of people pleasing that I've been doing, if this has been percolating in your mind, you're thinking to yourself, okay, um, Mary Janelle's talking a lot about people pleasing and I'm doing an awfully lot of it. And I want to, I want to be free from the the unhealthy trap of people pleasing. One thing that I want to encourage you to do is begin to surround yourself with people that you feel like you don't have to have those boundaries with. People that you feel like you're not looking to please all the time in an unhealthy way. That it's easy to be in relationship with those people because they genuinely, authentically care for you unconditionally. Like how you arrive is the, exactly who they care for you to be. And that is important to be with people who love and care for you unconditionally, because even if you displease them, they will be there for you and care for you. And 
A lot of times what happens is that we get ourselves in friendships, relationships, collaborations, even in entrepreneurial situations where we're with people that we want to rise up and meet expectations and we want to please and get approval, but we feel that it's in a sliver of life where we can't be authentically ourselves. And so we're putting on facades, we're over apologizing, over trying, and in the end, the person doesn't really know who we are genuinely. And so to surround yourself with genuine people and friendships, it's never too late to reach out to someone new and start building friendships and cultivating uh, relationships that you feel really authentic and comfortable in. And so if it's something that's missing in your life and you're just feeling like everyone in your life is someone you're trying to gain approval from, I would encourage you to seek authentic friendships on a newer, more real level and where you don't have to put on any masks or facades, you can just be truly you. And I think that then in order to receive that kind of love, we can't, we have to give that kind of love. And so my, my then challenge to you would be to start asking if you're giving out what you're hoping to receive. Are you being the kind of person who is fully accepting to other people and their boundaries and that you're unconditionally caring for people in your life, whether or not they, they meet your approval. And you know, we all have standards. We all have what we would hope to see from other people in our lives because we see each other's potential. You can look at someone and see their potential and you know what they're capable of. You know how amazing they are and you want to see them rise to be the, the fullest you know, individual that they can in their lifetime, but we're not per like people aren't perfect. We're never going to meet each other's expectations or rise to our fullest potential, but we can be there for each other in the failings, in the shortcomings. And if you are wanting to be accepted and have people understand where you're at in life, you have to begin to do that towards the other, the, towards the ones that you're in that position for. When someone doesn't meet your approval or expectation, are you loving them unconditionally and saying, Hey, I get it. I understand. And even if you don't verbally say those words, is that what your attitude is giving? And so I would challenge you that in the same way that you're, you're wanting others approval, remember there's someone on the other side who's wanting yours and how, and what does that mean? Now I know I've taken a rabbit trail away from the topic of boundaries and given a little challenge in there and even encouraged you to kind of be evaluating your friendships and your relationships. But all of this does actually come back to boundaries because it's actually important for us to have boundaries that we don't impose our opinions and our expectations on other people who don't want them. And I realize this in the area of mentorship because I mentor and I lead in, in people developing their personal and professional skills and coming into their fullest potential. Does that mean that everyone in my life needs to feel like I'm expecting or mentoring them uh, in, into their potential? No, I can simply still be myself in all of these relationships and friendships and realms that I'm in and just show up as me 
knowing that I can have a boundary, a healthy boundary that that allows everyone to express themselves exactly where they're at. And you've probably heard, you know, country songs and poems and uh, sentiments that say things like, they loved me for who I am and they loved me for where I'm at. And what's sad is sometimes I feel like it's just part of a song these days where we're not actually doing that because we have so much uh, striving to meet each other's approval and also setting bars that we're hoping other people will meet our, our approvals. And these boundaries are important that we have in place so that we can have healthy and happy friendships and relationships. Now, it's a totally different scenario if you are in fact mentoring someone or if someone comes to you and they say, hey, I am really working on a certain area of my life. Could you give me some advice or help me like get better at something? That's a whole different scenario than you just expecting that without them wanting your help, approval, and guidance. And so knowing the boundaries, knowing what someone's actually wanting from you, there's times in friendships, relationships, and even as a mom to adult kids, I find that there's times I'm like, right now, all I have to do and be is love. I don't have to have an answer. I don't have to have uh, something, a change, like an expectation of a change or an expectation of a be better or get better. I just need to love. And so I know that in speaking of boundaries and in speaking of setting up safeguards for ourselves that we're not seeking approval and then vice versa that we're not demanding approval from other people but that we have these healthy boundaries in place the measuring stick for the boundary the the way to weigh out the boundary comes down to love and comes down to accepting the ones around us and ourselves for exactly where we're at now with that you know, being someone who loves to see people come into their fullest potential, I see the potential in you. I know that you, I've spoken of it many times in the past that I know there's a call and purposes for everyone's lives and that you can come into becoming, like transforming into someone better and reaching your fullest potential and dreams. But with that, there is also the acceptance that today you are who you are now and you're experiencing what you're experiencing now. And, and that acceptance and love, that unconditional love is something that we need to know and, and grasp hold of loving who we are right now, today, but holding the hope for the potential of what could come what could someone could become and this is all the process of becoming and this is us in the process of becoming something together as a community as a collaborative group of people and so what i'm teaching sharing on the people pleasing aspect does have to do with relationships and being in good relationship with ourselves and good relationship with everyone else around us 
So in closing, if I could stress again that taking the time to make decisions to say, hey, can I have a couple days? Can I have an hour? Can I have a week? Whatever you need to make a decision when faced with an opportunity to save yourself from people pleasing and know and understand your own intuition of how to give your answer. And if your answer needs to be no, it needs to be a very clearly communicated no without over explaining if you don't want to. And then knowing that if you're prone to the people pleasing and seeking approval, you not only want to set up these healthy boundaries for yourself and maybe seek out some other guidance on how to do that, whether it's verbally or written and knowing your own personal rules, I'm going to call them rules for how to keep the people pleasing tendencies at bay. And then as well, in summary of just knowing and understanding yourself and your expectations on other people, because they might be trying to please you. And what we can do is come into our relationships, just accepting where someone is at, but always encouraging the potential in them. And so these are some things I've been ruminating on through the week. And I've been really thinking now, one of these things that I've just thought over and over and over is really does have to do with intuition. I think setting boundaries is very, very linked to our intuition. And if you go back and listen to that intuition series and you begin to think, wow, I want to work on knowing and understanding my intuition. It helps us with decision and helps us with boundaries. That is something to then begin to take into your journal. Look for my journal prompts on my blog that, that are in regards to growing and knowing your intuition. And then begin to translate that into knowing and setting firm your boundaries, your healthy boundaries in relationships where you can say no and, and not over apologize for it, not over explain it. And trust me, I know how hard that is. I never want to disappoint. I never want to say no, but it is really important. And it's especially important as we move forward into our call and purposes, because I heard in one of the good books that I read, I believe it's called Essentialism, that every time you say no, you're actually making a way for the yes and the yes that's supposed to like be there. So every no is like a doorway for a, the, the correct yes in your life. And so I remind myself of that when I need to say no. So have a wonderful week, everyone. See all my links below and we'll see you around the show. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. You can find companion videos to this show over on my Mary Janelle channel YouTube. Please leave a review and stars here in your favorite podcast app to boost and show appreciation for the show. Reviewing and sharing is one of the best ways that you can help a podcast that you love. You can also support the show by giving a donation through the buy me a coffee link found in the show notes. I'd like to invite you to find me at maryjanelle.com and on Instagram at maryjanelle. Reach out, say hi, connect through my email list where I update about all my courses and community news. Until next time, keep on in the full potential of you.